Hey guys, welcome back to I'm the Only One the Podcast. It's been a while. Welcome to 2019. The, the new season of Am I the Only One the Podcast. At this point, you should already know what Am I the Only Wizard. I am I the only one is. Am I the only one is a blog um, and community that brings young professionals together based off of um the young post-grad experience. Um, so we have a blog and this is our, also our podcast um, component of our platform. You can check us out at am I the only one, the number one dot org um, on Instagram at underscore am I the only one. That one is spelled out. So O-N-E. Um, yeah. And on Facebook at am I the only one that is spelled out as well. Yeah. Check us out. Follow us and don't forget to subscribe so y'all can yes. stay up to date with, you know, our events, our podcasts, our blogs, and what we got going on. Yeah, and if but, you, oh, I'm sorry. If you're listening, if you're listening from the iTunes, um, Apple Podcast app, rate us on here as well because that helps us come up on other people's um, platforms, uh, on other people's, like, search pages and things like that when they look for, like, other podcasts. So rate us if you like us and if, um, if you're listening to us. Yeah, shout us out. But um, <laughs> so before we jump into this week's topic, I'm just gonna do a really quick recap of our three year anniversary brunch, which was Liddy. Man, first of all, it was sold out. So thank everybody. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Um. I think I can speak for Aisha when I say that we were overwhelmed with the support that we got at our brunch. We had an amazing, amazing time. It was so, so fun. Um, And I just can't wait to do it again. And super shout out to my friends, our friends in Detroit for coming (laughs) and supporting us. That was so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. They made the brunch just that much extra special. So, so we love sweet. y'all. We can't wait to do whatever we're gonna do in Detroit next. We gonna figure yeah, it we out. We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna figure we it gonna out. Find out though. Yeah, and of course, y'all will be the first to know. Yeah, and y'all better come because I'm driving. Period. Yes. Come on now, don't be rude. <laughs> but so yeah, that's that. We coming back to Detroit very soon, and we are gonna have another fire event for y'all to come to. So. Speaking of fire. Right. (laughs) This week's topic is about the fire festival. Now, this happened a few years ago. Um, If y'all remember, this is like a big thing on social media, but a lot I know a lot of people didn't know necessarily what what happened. Yeah. What you know, what went what went on. We just really knew, especially Black Twitter, we just really knew that somehow Ja Rule had something to do with it. <laughs> somehow Ja Rule, and people were getting scammed <laughs> and shammed. Yes. And, like, that was the Black draw. So that's why, you know, people was, you know, up in memes, like, oh, he's taking another L again type of situation. Right. But I remember um, the whole frenzy about how it was a scam and how people was, like, stranded and all this crazy stuff. And I immediately yeah. thought, just ridiculous, gullible, people stupid, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Netflix made a documentary called Fire, and basically, it's all about what happened at the festival. The guy Billy, who put it together, it was his brainchild, who has is a known scanner. Man. 
Like, this is not new to him. He true to this. Yeah. And people thought that somehow it was going to be different this time. But I guess. Um, so we chose <laughs> this topic because um, it relates to work. So Billy was running this company called Firefest Me- uh, Media. Mm-hmm. And he did all of this. Let like, me let me also point out that this, this documentary was also on Hulu. Like, it's two different documentaries. Which shut is up! super weird. Yeah, like, it's super weird. And they both, like, kind of were released around the same time. Yeah. I gotta watch that one. Yeah, I mean, like, which what- one you like better? I would say, honestly, I, I don't know. Maybe I like the Netflix one better because I saw it first. But, um, and because I kind of already knew the premise of what happened and like, and all of that. So the Hulu one was not much of a surprise, but the difference is that they actually had Billy interviewed in the Hulu version. Oh, no, I want to hear what Billy has to say. I mean, he's, li- he's lying <laughs> like the entire time. What was he saying? I'm, what did he say? <laughs> wow. Like, they were just asking him like questions like, did you knowingly like, put this together knowing that it didn't work and like you know he was just and like he said, no. yeah like he was just like we didn't like we didn't know up until the day I can't really um disclose job rules so it was very PRE like somebody definitely coached him not to speak on certain stuff so he wouldn't incriminate himself so is he not in jail he's going he, he's in jail now but I, this is before he went to jail oh I'm like okay so what's that's the real issue here <laughs> Lock, locked up but yeah go ahead continue um, so we chose this because, um, it mirrors the workplace. Like he did all of this under a business entity. Yeah. And these people that he was working with were his employees. He was the big boss. Mm-hmm. And all of these people were, you know, like, I don't understand because, okay, before I even put my opinion in it, all of these people <laughs> Um, like basically did whatever he said. Yeah. Knowing, knowing full well that he was a fraud already. That's what kills me. Like they were the ones saying, like, oh, in his last uh business venture, Magnesis, which was like uh, um like a, a social credit card. card. A, yeah. yeah, a credit card company that had the benefits of it being a, was of having the credit card was like, you know, it came with a lot of different parts, like a social club, things like that. Yeah. So like different mixers concerts stuff like that whatever he was raking in like two million dollars i don't know if it was a year or a month or whatever the time frame was two million dollars off membership fees alone and this is not um this is not in addition to like uh what people buying on the side right but anywho like people were buying stuff with that card or whatever and it was a fraud. They wasn't getting their concert tickets. Their reservations were getting canceled. Basically, everything that they were supposed to have with this card never happened. And all these people were, like, suing them and, like, writing all these bad reviews about how he's a fraud and how he's this and how he's that. Everybody knew this. This is not a secret. <laughs> so... The fact that, like, all these people were like, oh, my God, I had so much faith in him, and I was doing all this hard work, and we didn't know this, and we didn't know that. It's just like, I feel like y'all, you know, should have been more responsible as grown adults. Like, a couple of people on there was like, um, Billy charged upwards of a quarter million dollars on a credit card. Mm -hmm. On that personal credit card. 
Yeah. What is what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, I think what the what a lot of people were were like in and like to play devil's advocate is that like a lot of people were saying that he's very charming, very likable and things like that. So I think maybe they had faith in him that this issue would be resolved at some did. point. And you know, and I think a lot but of like, people like uh, but why? Why though? You know he a fraud. <laughs> and you know and you've seen this whole thing like unfold to this horrible situation like you're watching it and watching it and watching it be more horrible every day yeah and you're just like okay well just spend my credit card money up and now you getting sued by the um <laughs> now you getting sued by the credit card companies the only people who i actually did feel bad for was the people of the bahamas okay yeah just a little man people yeah just a little background he lied talking about he owned a, a private beach in the Bahamas, and that's no, I think he, he really climbed. did. He really he 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 did buy an island. No, so they said in a, a documentary that he was supposed to buy the island. He but put a million dollars out. He put a million dollars down, but it was like a couple million, and he yeah. was supposed to pay the rest by a certain amount of time, and he didn't. So it's not his because he didn't yeah. pay for it. Yeah, and they took it back. Right. So. Yeah, so I felt bad for them because they know no better. They, you know, townspeople, they thought, you know, this man was here with this festival and bringing out his stuff. So I could see, I could see them, but like y'all knew what was up and y'all willingly just, and then it also upset me because the people who were telling the story, his employees were like, you know, I had to think like, what role did I play in this? Is this my fault too? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, why do you even, like, why is that even a question? Yes, it definitely is. It definitely is. You knew that these people didn't have nowhere to sleep, nowhere to eat, nowhere to use the bathroom, wash up, planes to go home. Like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. And, like, some of the stuff that, like, stuck out to me in a documentary, like, that I can kind of, like, will relate to would be, like, how everybody is pressured to like get things done for this person who was at the top or like their boss or whatnot. Like, regardless if you like know the end result, like I definitely like, especially like definitely um, my experience from agency life where like, it's just like, just do this, but you don't really know how the, like yo, you get directions to just do one task, but you don't really know how the end result is going to, you know, look. So it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm just gonna get it done because I need my job and I need a paycheck and I need to hurry up and, you know, prove, you know, my worth to this team. So seeing it from that perspective, I can see how they were kind of like, so especially those who were like in the dark, the fire media people versus the people who are actually working on the festival is like, we just, you know, need to do what we need to do to get our job done. You know, the bills don't stop. Yeah. Especially they in New York, you know, that those are the only people who <laughs> I feel like deserve a pass. Yeah. I was talking about the people who was like right there front and center knowing it was a scam and then too i think it's worth it to say that yes this was um ran through like a business entity but this was not like a corporate situation it was very loose it was more yeah. like a startup situation they were just i don't know if you will call them friends i i guess we'll use that term for to make it easier but they were just really friends who um Everybody they thought Billy had some money. 
Yeah, and everybody yeah. were kind of connected in some way, somehow. So I think right. Billy was the one who hired all of them, and right. um, that's how they got on board. Um, but but I it also, wasn't like no strict, like by the book kind of situation. So no. that's why I feel more inclined that they that is BS because y'all this this y'all boss, but like not for real like you could literally y'all y'all doing drugs and drinking together y'all you literally can be like you on some scams like why you on that like what you gonna do like you need to get like the way that they portrayed it to me was that this was just some friends doing something yeah, I also think that it's a little bit reflective of how, like, the entertainment and, like, music industry and all of those, like, entertainment and is kind of set up. Yeah. Because it's, they're very, you know, very loose. It's not, like, actual structure. It's nothing. I don't, I personally don't know if it's anything that's, you know, has to be done by the book. Like, you know, people can make up literally things as they go as long as, you know, I don't know. You you pulling you bringing money in. I I that's the way I've seen always seen the inter- entertainment industry. So I think it also speaks to a little bit reflective of how they were like set up. And um, so to that point, I I agree and disagree because before I started working at this job, I worked in the entertainment industry, and yes, it is like that, but more from like an artist record label kind of deal but like mm-hmm. entertainment is like a um like bad a book kind of thing it's certain th- ways and things you have to do things like it's always business behind like all of that partying but you really only only see that from like artists and like creative people but like no it's a very serious and grueling business behind that and I feel like they were not necessarily artists, but people who liked to kick it, had a little yeah. bit of money, and was just like, oh, we finna do something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I do agree with that point. And, um, yeah, so some other things that I felt like were, like, kind of reflective of, the, like, the workplace was that, like, how everybody saw, like, it was an issue coming, but, like, nobody said anything. Have you ever been, like, in, like, the like an office where it's like everybody knows something is wrong but nobody will say anything to the boss yeah I like I don't know why we do that or why we act like that or like which most recently I've definitely been a little bit more confident in like what what you brought me here because you respect my opinion and you you, I had I have value to the team if you did it you wouldn't want to hear what I uh, you um wouldn't have hired me so what I have to say, I'm going to say it, you know, and <laughs> like, I, I'm going to say it. And it's like, I, it's honest, honesty. Like it's, it's all about like how you coming across. So I definitely feel like I've been like trying to do that a little bit more because it's nothing worse than like seeing a tornado happening and then like nobody doing nothing about it. Like that, that was just crazy to me. Um, yeah. And the, the links that they was willing to go Yes. And like nobody stopped. And nobody stopped him. First of all, what we talking about, because I think we talking about the same thing. Yeah. This man was willing to perform oral sex to keep this going. 
Yeah, but I also, and, and that's he grown. Aisha, he like bitchy. The thing is, to for me, is what that said to me is that this is not the first time that you have done something like this, or that has been an ultimatum, <laughs> or this, this has been an ultimatum for you. Because for me, like a lot of people try to be like, you know, try. I feel like try to make up this whole thing about oh the Me Too movement, how it's not real. Like no, like sexual assault happens. You can see it right here. And this man is willing to perform all sex to get what he needs to get so that he can go on to his next move. So I'm like, so that, like, sex and, like, that stuff is, like, very intertwined. It happens all the time. But the fact that this grown-ass man, this man literally, like, 50 years old, was willing to do that was sickening to me. I'm like... (laughs) People do anything for no reason. Yeah. No reason. Like, what are you even talking about? Yeah, I think a lot of them also, too, were, like, somewhat clout chasing because they knew Billy had money. They knew he had some type of money. They thought he had money. Right. They thought he had money in some type of way. And that I think that everybody, including the t- attendees, were trying to be on the next big thing. You know, so they were all kind of clout chasing to some extent, I feel like to be a part of this, you know, to be a part of this new thing and this new team and this revolutionary thing. Right. And it was all just blah. Yeah. Like, my thing is, like, because I plan events for a living. Been doing it for a while. Playing events is hard. I get that. But, like, for you to not think about where people going to live and eat, <laughs> the, yeah. ba- the very basics is just... Like, what were you even doing? Like, you don't like you don't know that much. Yeah, I think about the very basics of basic things to do. Yeah. Um. Now that we got a little bit like that, we're we're just kind of like um, we got a little bit. We we're able to debrief a little bit about it. Why don't we take a break and come right back and talk a little bit about social media influence? All right. All right, we're back and we are we just got done talking a little bit about the Fire Festival fraud documentaries and like how this kid from the East Coast created He's from New York. Uh, from New York specifically was um, basically being a scammer and a shammer <laughs> um, to a lot of different people um, in ventures, business ventures, um, which, um, yeah, so we talked about a little bit how that mirrors a lot of scenarios in the workplace, but we wanted to dissect a little bit more about how social media played a big part in his scamming and how um it just influenced a lot of people how he used that tool to get away with what he did um so yeah what i took really took away with is that like obviously influencers and public figures they can pretty much persuade thousands of people to do a lot of different things like it's crazy because you know these people obviously they have like millions and millions of followers like yeah like they uh, to some extent have some type of influence yes um but to literally persuade people to buy like $25,000 worth of tickets for something that we've never even heard of was just, yeah, it's just like weird. Like we've never seen anything other than this video, this promo video that they created. We've never Which seen anything else. Which was not even that cool. 
It wasn't. It was not that lit. <laughs> like, what? That was kill me. But, like, okay. the only thing good about it was the fact that they had models, like, right. top tier models in it. But, like, yeah. it wasn't, like, and oh, I have goofy. to be there. They just went somewhere just because. They didn't even know why they was going there and nothing. That's yeah. weird on their part. And, and you know what? It was, it was, the reason why this part, like, touches me so much is because we work in this industry. You know, it's like, we work in, as a somebody who does PR, a lot of um tech a lot of a lot of tactics that come from PR is social media. We use social media right. to do a lot of things, but when it's done for something like this, it really just puts a bad name on the industry as a whole. Like, you mm-hmm. know, that the fact that you were strategic enough to come up with like an idea. And honestly it's not even that strategic because we've seen we've seen this be done before. Um right. to be quite honest. But like you were strategic enough to come up with an entire plan. Um because you knew that people would buy into something that these people were involved in and would want to be a, want to live that same lifestyle, essentially. Um, and that brings me to another point is that how people are just really addicted to portraying Instagram lifestyles. And, um, and that's really what these people wanted to do because I don't even like the fact like you've never heard of it before. And it's, we're more, more likely to do something that someone as close to us has done or buy into something that, with somebody that we're like related to you know like um or somebody that we connected with so if you gave me a recommendation or something of, about something yes I'm going to try to I'm going to try this or I'm going to buy this but the fact that you wanted to and you've never seen this before like you've never seen anybody never heard anyone talk about like how they had fun at the fire festival you wanted to be there so bad because you wanted to look like Bella Hadid or Chanel Iman. Like you wanted to look, portray that lifestyle on your own Instagram feed. Like you didn't do it because someone else, someone close to you said they had been there before. You wanted to mirror that exact same lifestyle. So it's a little crazy to me. Obviously, like we all do it, but like I've literally been like in places where I know that we're not having that much fun, but like somebody will pull up Instagram and like make it seem like we're having that fun, having a lot of fun or like, we're like the place is just so lit. And it's like, no, actually it's actually boring. <laughs> like I've been in scenarios like yeah. that. Like, no, like, do that a lot. yeah, but I've like been to places where it's like, it's not that fun. Like it's not that much fun. Like people make yeah, it seem like it's that fun. Like stop. And to, to your point, it was like a little part in the movie where, he was talking about how people are like addicted to social media and this lifestyle and this and third that in China they have this thing where you can uh get on a private jet yeah take pictures for three hundred dollars an hour and they and they making money hand over fist but for me it's n- it's never that serious because I can't afford to rent another jet like just for another picture to keep to maintain this image that I'm trying to portray. Like I can't afford to do that. So I'm not even gonna start. Like but like is it really that serious? Like I, I just feel like it's just getting so weird now. Like you're doing all this stuff to impress people you don't know yeah. that you never gonna meet. Yeah. Like it's just so the social media is weird to me. Like it's a catch twenty two because I know, you know, it's needed. Like especially we got a blog, we got a podcast, you know, we need social media to connect with our listeners. But it's just like listen, like <laughs> it's a bit much. 
crazy. Yeah. But the thing is, is that if I, I'm almost certain, like, just based off of certain people's, like, like, uh, statements that they made like if we really like were in so many people's shoes we would not be able to handle it you know like being a public figure an actual public figure and like having our life portrayed over in front of people 24 7 like that stuff's not easy like you're opening yourself up to it's be, not. To, to be criticized think, additionally it's like i think that public figures also make their life their shoes harder to feel like they put everything out about their lives yeah. as well. Like you don't need like tabloids or the blogs because they do it. Like the blogs get it from them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, y'all talking about how you know this life's so hard, but y'all literally sit and write paragraphs about y'all baby daddies, about who she or who, um, putting up text messages, <laughs> threads from people that. But this is because about literally things, y'all bank statements. Literally without like of, y'all are doing it. Literally without any of that, these people wouldn't be that interesting, though. So I think that's why they have to be. But see, and that's but that's the catch twenty two. If that's what you want to be interesting for, then don't complain about it, though. Yeah. Like if you putting all your dirty laundry out yourself. Then what you think people gonna be like? What you think people gonna say? You're giving them stuff to attack you with, giving them stuff to talk about you with, and if that is cool with you, then that's cool with you. Like I don't care, but don't complain. Like, oh, social media is so petty. This is that third, but you just put your bank statements out. You just told me <laughs> the text messages between you and your husband about him and y'all fake marriage certificate. Like just like y'all do all of this stuff. So it's like. No, sweetheart, you can't get mad. Like, if we talking about Beyonce, we don't know nothing about her for real. I think Beyonce, everybody's saying her. Beyonce is way more established where she can get away with it. But, like, like she I said, like, I was just saying that because <laughs> she don't be doing that. Okay, let me think about somebody else who don't do that, who ain't that established. Um, okay, and I'll do, like, an influencer, like Ming Lee. We don't know nothing about her like that. We don't know nothing about her personal life. The lady was pregnant, had a whole baby, we ain't know nothing about it. Yeah, but like I said, these she got a whole company and business where she can make money from. Right. And these people <laughs> do too though. Like if we talk like future, he's very rich. We know all of his business. Every last drop. So it's like, no, rich people be on that too. Like Drake. Drake, everybody always talking about him and people trying to come for him and all this and the third, you ain't gonna see him pulling up no text messages and showing y'all his bank statements <laughs> and uh, in all the drama we know about Drake is because other people see it about him. I think it's also about like where a lot of people are in life and then they're like in their journey too because like like you said like Drake he probably won't put or Beyonce won't probably won't put a lot or even me they probably won't put a lot out about like their personal life because. You know, they're kind of in a different but place. But Ming and Jay-Z, are they, but Ming Beyonce, and Beyonce and Drake, very different. Like, Ming would, would be on the same level as other social media influencers. Yeah. That's why, you know, I mean, like, I mean, like, mentally, like, they, like, in a different space. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Like, they just in a different okay. place. In their yes. So, okay. like, a lot of people probably aren't there yet, you know, where they're, like, there yet mentally, where it's, like, you know, they feel like they have to do a lot of this stuff to, or for whatever reason, you know, so I feel like that is about, like, you know, a lot of people, like, where they at and in their journey and everything, but yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, back to, like, just the social media influence, like, as a whole, but, like, 
Yeah, and even, you know, another point back to, like, the fire Festival is even how they even knew that a lot of people would buy into it based off of what they were posting. Like, you know, they said it in a couple of meetings amongst each other. Like, yeah, you're selling the average American guy this dream about, you know, what he could be. Like, you know, they knew that they were taking advantage of people about this. And even for like I mean just overall like him and like Ja Rule all of them like I think they were more obsessed with the luxury the luxurious side of making a lot of money versus like to make a lot of money you got to put in work there's no way to cheat it there's no way to scam it you have to put in work period unless you're born into that like there's no like you can't get around the grind like that's just what it is like either you got to put it in because you got to put the time in or it's going to be a flop like it was you know it's like you have to put that time in to get the reward back like you can't be obsessed with less party like no you're supposed to be working creating a promo video like and you're literally partying the entire time like no they don't need no promo need some actual logistics (laughs) and it was just it was just frustrating me too because I've been in scenarios like that where you're like, okay, what are we doing? Why are we here? You know, like, so I can just imagine how some of them people were like the videographers and like who didn't have any direction and things like that. And to be in scenarios like that is so annoying and frustrating. It's like, I am wasting my time. Like, can you like tell us what we're doing? So I could definitely sympathize with like being in scenarios where you just have no idea what's going on and you're just trying to do your job. Like, I, I don't know. So, yeah, that was um entire, like, the, the, very, like, um, was just very interesting. Yeah, well, to wrap this up, all I have to say is to Jarula Fool, <laughs> and I remember when this first hat came out, like everybody associated it with Ja Rule. Like nobody even knew like the, the white guy yeah. Billy had anything to do with it or anything like that. It was all put on Ja Rule. And I feel like that's because he's just a black guy. Of course they gonna, you know, put the, the blame on him. But on the other on the flip side of it, Ja Rule didn't even know nothing that was going on. How you co planner, owner, whatever, and you don't even know anything that's happening. Like, no, you if you putting your money and your name on something, this is a um a hint or a tip for for y'all, for us. If you put your name and money on something, you need to know what's going on. Period. But you can like, definitely tell that he was just in it trying to find the next big thing to help him make money. You know? Right. He didn't know nothing going on but like I guess this was good in in this scenario because he ain't have to go to jail because he ain't know but <laughs> um yeah you can't just be doing that like don't be so quick to co-stand some and you don't even know what it is you're gonna end up with pound your face at the end because you're trying to be trained. right exactly all right let's take a break and come back uh we're gonna wrap and talk about um some uh, some solutions how white privilege paid into all of this and then um yeah and then we gonna wrap to close this whole thing out let me tell you something (laughs) white privilege is something else first and foremost 
this is not the first time that young man Billy has scammed people out of millions <laughs> of dollars. So he has a record of being a fraud, right? People know this about him. It's no way if he was black or anything else that he would have been able to, for one, one, scam people and not go to jail the first time. But not only scam people, get all their money, leave it out alone, and then get a whole nother chance to do it. Yeah. Like and the thing is, is that he was under investigation for the fire festival, like, and then the steel decided to create another scam. Like, yes, 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 he did, <laughs> yes, he did. And but you know what? And y'all gonna say, I mean, or whatever the case may be, but I don't care. Y'all can say what y'all want. Uh, them people that he scammed the third time, I don't feel bad for them at all. He <laughs> reached out to the exact same people that went to the fire festival. For the, for the other scam. And they did it. Well, you just want to get your money up. That's what you right. want to do in your yeah. life. And so. just overall, how, like, it was just, like, not just for Billy, but for the people who invested into this uh, festival for, and overall, because these prices were ridiculous. Like, you know, I don't... It was, like, like $10,000. Yeah, it was, like, I'm not, like, what, what, what money? Like, I'm just trying to understand, like, and some people did say, like, they were, I think they did mention that some people were pulling out of, like, their savings and things like that. I don't know. I can't really remember, but, like... So, but still, like, still, like, the fact that you are willing to pay for $10,000 for a festival and it's ridiculous. I, with your, with your savings, it's just still, yeah, like, ridiculous. Like, you need help. And there's no way, first of all, that all them investors would have been giving him money if he was black. Right. <laughs> like, just yeah. The whole, just the whole get up. Like, he would have not been able to move the way he was moving the whole way through if he was black. Yeah, like, like and he would have first of all been in jail a long time ago, long time ago. They probably put him would have put him in the feds, <laughs> and just you know just for like twenty five like, years. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, like just thinking like overall, like you we wouldn't even be able to get in the room with so many people who had this much money. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and he ain't the, even got nothing. He ain't even got nothing for real. No, but a laugh in his white skin. <laughs> That's all he had. Speaking of like twenty five years, like like if if it was someone who were black to get twenty five years, a twenty twenty five year sentence, do you think six years is enough for the crime? Hell no. <laughs> First of all, he not only fraud all them people out of money, like he almost got people hurt. Yeah, people don't play about their money. Exactly. People not play about that money. Then when that lady was saying that she had to drain her savings of fifty thousand dollars. To pay people, and then the other man was talking about how he couldn't even go back home because yeah. Billy skipped out. Like that's ridiculous. Like yeah. you only put people's life in workers day. was relying on that money to survive, right. and you just whatever. And then the fact, and I feel like the people who went to the fire festival for that he should have got 10 years he put them people yeah. in grave danger yes they had nothing to eat they had no they locked them in the airport like people were going crazy like yeah. if somebody would have died yeah. which from what it looked it like happened. that could have happened yeah i'm like people could have got raped i'm sure people got yeah. beat up and stuff too because that was a madman scene like i would have yeah. been terrified exactly. if i was there yeah. Like I, I even talked to a friend, like horrible thing. 
I even talked to Fred a little bit, like just imagine like how annoyed you are when after you after a day of traveling. Like we've all been there, like you know, you've all been like, I'm tired, I just want to get to a shower, I just want to eat, or da da da. And to get there and to deal with all of that and the story and like the situations keep getting worse and worse and worse. It's like yeah, somebody's is probably was probably fighting that night, you know? And like For sure. People <laughs> was going crazy, going by barricades. First of all, it rained the day before, so all that stuff was wet. They ain't had nowhere to sleep. They ain't had no mattresses. People, like, it was crazy. So yeah. just that in general for endangerment, he should have got 10 years. Yeah. Like, and then my friend article um, about Billy and the whole situation. And, of course, he went to court and his lawyer was saying he was bipolar. So give him a light sentence. And this is what he said. He said he his bipolar makes him think that he can achieve. Are y'all think is that man bipolar? No. I do no. Think, I do think he's probably a narcissistic person. And yeah. some, and he does but have, like, everybody he does has have a sickness. But everybody has that. Everybody has the sickness that says that they could do stuff even <laughs> though they probably can't. Like, no, okay. not to no, not to his extent. I really do think he has like a mental issue where he needs to go to therapy because the like or because he's habitual. Like, I don't think he needs to go to therapy. He's I, just a scammer. He but, just thinks he can get away with stuff. But habitually, like, yes. After yes. you got after you gotten after you've gotten caught and in trouble for it, like yes. you want to create another white scam, privilege. That's he untouchable to himself. He is untouchable. He can but, do whatever he wants. But the fact that you think that is sick, like you're sick, like you think. I that mean, you if can. that's the case, then all white people, all of them, <laughs> need to be rounded up. Then. Well, that's well, <laughs> I mean, because that's I that's mean, a thing. Well, I, well, I mean, <laughs> it I is mean, what it is. <laughs> that's hereditary. <laughs> but yeah, what are you talking say- about? I really do think that like he do he does have like some type of issue where the fact that like you like think that you can really like scam these people multiple times out of their money and you don't feel bad about it because if you if you feel bad about it after after the fight girl white people that stole countries and people they don't feel bad about it what are you talking about no what this I'm, is what they do what I am saying is that the fact that you didn't feel bad about putting people's lives in danger like that and you're willing to create another scam like you still haven't thought about it enough to still not do that to still not do it is is crazy like I just feel like that's you're sick like in the head like you're sick in the head has to be that's just his ancestors that's his ancestry (laughs) that's where he come from white people still don't think slavery was that crazy so you know that's that's what they into well i don't know with all that being said, I think we should talk through like maybe some solutions. If there's a Billy in your circle at your job, somebody there, what do we need to do to keep like that energy away from us? Because like <laughs> that needs to stay far, far away. Um, I say first, like just be honest. Like was what I've been trying to do is be honest, like with everything that I'm like I'm involved in, like, and even if that means like hurting feelings, it is what it is because being nice or trying to sugarcoat stuff will not get you anywhere it will get you overworked it will get you um in situations where you're upset um and even if me saying something does not like help like help get what i want in the end at least i feel better about getting it off my chest because at Mm -hmm. this point i can't like i can't be involved with just nonsense and like 
you know, like craziness. So uh, I just say, just be honest. And it's all about how you package it too at the end of the day. I agree with that. And anybody who knows me know I am going to tell you how I feel. <laughs> and if you do it wrong, I'm definitely going to say that too. But like, I'm not a person that um, can dish it and can't take it. Like I welcome people that tell me, you know, what I'm doing wrong and call me out on my stuff. But I'm definitely, I definitely wouldn't have been on their team because I would have definitely been quit. It oh, yeah, out a long time ago. Yeah, long I would have been quit too. And called the police. So <laughs> I probably would have been quit too because that was just like, it went on for just a little bit too long. Like the heck this And they day. knew, like, what? I would have had the police on him though, for sure. Like, for <laughs> sure would have had the police because what is you doing? Um... So the next solution that I have is just like stop the bad scenarios before they even start. Like if you see a storm coming your way and you know like this is gonna end bad, just say something. That goes back to just being honest as well. Like just cut cut the ties while you can. Like it's no reason to, you know, sometimes continue to go on with something, even when you know it's going to end bad. Like if you know this project or this something is not going well, like say something to somebody so that either you can fix it before it gets too bad or you can just um, or you can like you know just stop all together. Uh, I also say just hold people accountable for their wrongdoings. Like don't like you know keep things like don't allow people just keep to keep doing like certain like enable their behavior because um, yeah like it's only gonna make you miserable especially if you have to work with that person or you have to deal with uh, something that they're doing rather than calling them out and making them aware of it because even if sometimes sometimes people don't know i mean in this case it's a little extreme like i don't i really don't know what he had going on but in like everyday life some people aren't aware of like some of the stuff that they doing wrong or um if they're uh, affecting anybody um but at least you letting them know lets them know how it affected you and so i say just call people out on their wrongdoings and go again with just being honest overall that's just the, the theme of this entire story like just be honest like you know you know this ain't gonna work just be honest like and if you were part of if you were part of the problem you should have just said something from the beginning my whole some scenario uh final words is don't go along in a circus don't be a clown (laughs) that's all i have to say on this and I would have to say, too, that Billy definitely needs more time than six, than six years. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. That's a slap he in the face. at least 20. That's a slap and in the face. And first of all, six years is like enough for him to get Enough for him to get out and scam again. <laughs> right, but he really going to get out in like two and a half. What? Five, right, yeah. <sighs> oh, man. So um, I want to bring this back because I feel like we haven't been doing it. And I really think we should do it. Like, um, talk about... And or am I the only one moment of the month? Like, how is anything that you feel like you're the only one either going through or experiencing or like a scenario happened? Am I the only one? What is your am I the only one moment of January 2019? Am I the only one that is single? Okay. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> how can I? You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. And not it's even on the phone. Like, everywhere I go, like, the topic of me being in a relationship keeps coming up. Like my boss asked me about it today. Oh, really? Yeah, she's married. That's none of your business. <laughs> I like her though. Someone <laughs> like you know, she's like a man who is like awesome. So 
anywho, um, she married and it's only three of us on the communications team. She married and the other person we work with is engaged. And they was, you know, talking about their people, whatever. And they was like, oh, Tamika, you know, you got a boyfriend. I'm like, no. Get in the Uber. Oh, you got a boyfriend. <laughs> I was just on a family trip. Oh, are you dating seriously? Then I'm like, oh, my God. I don't got no man, y'all. They seriously want to know. Yes, and I'm like, is it really, like, that big of a problem for everybody? Like, I'm not understanding. So, that's my mind, the only one moment of the month. And, no, I don't have men, okay, y'all? Damn. Leave her alone. Please. (laughs) Okay, so, my, am I the only one moment of January is, am I the only one that's ready for January to be over? Like, period. Like I'm ready for winter to be over. Yeah, like, so can we we just move this this along? (laughs) Please and thank you, because. It's going to be negatives all next week in Chicago. And ridiculous. I'm done. Like, I can't (laughs) take this. I mean, I am a winter baby, like, so I understand, like, you know, like, winter and all that stuff, and not only, I'm from Michigan, live in Detroit, so I get it, but, like, I I am over it, like, first of all, January, because 2019 did not start off the best way that I wanted it to, but that's because I think I was still kind of, like, um, still recuperating from 2018, because 2018 was a big year for me, I felt like. And so, yeah, you got a house exactly. So, 2019, a new job. I mean, hello, (laughs) you went crazy, and it was just a lot to kind of like take all in. So, come 2019, you know, I'm still kind of recovering for all of that because that was a lot of hard work. So, you know, it was just a little crazy for me, a little bit like, but I think February is going to be a much better month for a lot of different reasons, and I'm so ready. Well, because it's your birthday, yes. (laughs) <laughs> and January, I mean February always treats me right. It does not matter. So I'm ready for January to be over. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. And yeah, I'm just ready for a new month. So yeah, that's why I'm not the only one moment. Of- You're not the only one, sis. I am <laughs> I'm so cold. I'm just so tired of it. I'm born and raised in Chicago. I don't care. I hate it so much. Yeah. Well, that's it for this month's topic. Um, I hope we hope you guys enjoyed it. And if we spoiled it for you, you should have seen it already. You got you had enough time to go look at it. Everybody was talking about it. And if not, we still didn't give you the full perspective and download that you need to get. You still need to go see it and how like and if we did, yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) um you go see it, see how see if you can understand some of the things that we pull from it and how like your experience may like be similar to like or how you can apply it to your own lives at work and life and all of those things. Check us out at am I the only one, the number one dot org and on Instagram at underscore am I the only one. That one is spelled out O-N-E. And on Facebook at Am I the Only One that is spelled out as well. So we'll talk to y'all next month. Bye. See y'all. Bye. Bye.